Hi, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. All right, welcome back to Raising His Kids podcast. Today we are talking about birthdays, which can be super complex. I know some of our listeners have some kind of complicated birthday situations, but Tony, why don't you tell us how you do your kids, your bio kids and your stepkids. Talk about how you guys celebrate birthdays. I know you got like a whole yours, mine, and our situation. So yours is probably more complex than a lot of ours. Ours is actually really simple. But first of all, I want to apologize for my voice. I have a chest infection, but it's important for me to record so that we keep doing an episode for our lovely listeners. So it used to be more complicated for us. For me in particular, when I first left Big K's dad, I was given from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m. the day of Big K's birthday. That was his third birthday because Big K is born three days after Christmas. And we didn't have a written schedule at that point. Um, it was just an agreement via email that we'd made that he'd be with his father from midday Christmas day and that I'd be able to see Big K for his birthday. Well, when Big K's birthday came around, that's the only time that he allowed for me to have him. And so the following year, by the time Big K's fourth birthday had come around, we'd been to mediation and the 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. schedule was written into the parenting plan. And when when it came to Big K's dad having him, he got quite angry about it. He's like, that's not enough time. I was like, that's what we agreed upon. That's what you gave me the year before. And you want to change it now because it doesn't suit you, but it was good enough for you to only allow me to see him for that amount of time. Yeah, it's funny how Um, that works. Yeah, right. And as our listeners know, we've done mediation a few times. We've gone backwards and forwards to find something that works. I think the second time we did mediation, that's when we were getting along quite well. And Big K's dad and I agreed that in Big K's interest, because Big K just wanted us all to be together for his birthday. So it was that we would host a joint birthday party the day of Big K's birthday because it's holiday time here. So it's that week between Christmas and New Year. So a lot of people aren't working anyway. Uh, And it didn't necessarily have to be with friends, but it was a joint family celebration. So he'd be with whichever parent he was with. So odd years he's with his father, even years he's with me. And we would do a joint birthday celebration. And I think that worked for two years. And then Big Cage after the issues that happened last last year or the year before. I know everything's all blending into one. I think it was last Uh, year though. Yeah, early last year, Big K had said that he just didn't want to do it anymore. He said, What's the point? My stepmom never shows up. My baby brother wasn't at my last birthday. And he said, So let's not do it. We'll just do it. I he's like, I'll just be with whoever I'm with that year. And I was like, all right. And that's when he had said that he still wanted to split Christmas Day rather than doing Christmas Day a year about. Um, He said he still wanted to do half of Christmas Day because he likes seeing all of his siblings on Christmas Day. But for his birthday, he was happy to do it year about. Once again, uh, it came to his birthday last year and his dad called him and said, so when am I seeing you today? And BK said, you're not. I'll see you for my birthday next year. And nothing was said to me at all. It was just that his father had said something to him and he had said something to me. So yeah, we just do year about now. So this year is my year to not see him for his birthday. So we'll celebrate his birthday like the Wednesday before Christmas. 
Okay. Like we'll just do it in the middle of the week. We'll do it before Christmas because I won't see him for three weeks after he leaves on Christmas Day. Three weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's our summer break. So we have six weeks off. So he's doing a three-week stint with his father. So I'll celebrate beforehand. And and I'll still be able to call him on his birthday. But, yeah, that's about that for him. And with the other boys, it's almost like – Big J's the favorite when it comes to birthdays where both my husband and his ex-wife kind of fight over being able to see him for his birthday. Like they both want to see Big J for his birthday. But when it comes to little J, Karen's never really said anything. We have him every year on his birthday. He's not. And she calls him, but nothing's ever said. That's sad. Yeah. So, but this year we didn't have Big J on his birthday. He, his birthday was Sunday, just gone. And we had him until Saturday. So we had enough time to celebrate with him before going back to his mum. So like we called him, we wished him a happy birthday and that was it. But yeah, for the last four years, little Jay's been with us on his birthday and he gets a phone call from his mum and that's it. So not as complicated. Our <laughs> Probably our biggest complication is trying to make sure that the other parents will let the boys come to us for Miss Kay's birthday. That's going to be my next question. Yeah. At least she's like young enough where she doesn't know her birthday. So you could just tell her it's a different day right now. But that is really hard to like make make that many people like be on board with one day. Yeah, right. So when I had Big K's dad agree to the custody schedule, because remember, I think I either told you or I told Madison that I've actually outlined the schedule for the next two years, including the school holidays, mm-hmm. just so I didn't have to worry about it. But um when I did it like this year where Big K's with me for two weeks over Christmas, three weeks with his father, back to me for a week for school holidays. Then the following week he's with me for school. He's actually technically with me when it's his other brother's birthday. So I had said to Big K's dad, like, so this is the schedule, but we'll do a swap for Big K's siblings' birthdays. Oh, okay. and, he, and he agreed to that. So whenever he wants Big K for his son's birthday, then I'll just give him that. But in return, I get him for Miss K's birthday. That's fair. And so far, we haven't had any issues with Karen not letting us have the boys for Miss K's birthday, but she is less inclined to make sure that the boys are with us for Big K's birthday, like last year. Oh, that's a shame. I wonder it why is, that is. is- well, she's made it very clear that he's not a sibling because he's not my husband's kid, uh, okay. even though the boys view it differently. So, but we pick our battles, right? Yeah, exactly. That one's not even worth fighting because you're not going to no. change your mind. Exactly. So how do birthdays work for you with tea? Um, so technically the CO says to that you split the day in half, but... Um, that's stupid because 99% of the time he's at school for his birthday. So like, what are yeah. we going to do? Split the five hours he's out of school before he goes to bed. And not to mention they live an hour away from us. So we don't really follow that whole thing. Uh, we just do whoever he's with, he's with on his birthday. Most of the time it's Karen, but we always celebrate either the weekend before or the weekend after. And then she always has a big like birthday party with all his friends and stuff that we usually go to very, very briefly. I didn't go this year because we had just had the baby and I didn't want her around a bunch of seven-year-old germs quite yet. Um, She was only like two weeks old then. But we always have like a little party with my husband's side of the family and like his parents and some of like his like aunts and uncles and stuff come and 
He was born in the summer. My in-laws have a pool, so we have like a pool party. Um, and he doesn't seem bothered by the fact that we celebrate on a different day. So uh, he's not yeah. quite as grown up sounding as Big K because he doesn't really voice how he feels about that stuff to us yet. Uh, but we encourage it so he doesn't ever complain. Yeah, I think kids like the double celebration. Yeah. Let's face it, I know Big J is a big one. He tried to get two birthday parties out of us. Sure, and of course. <laughs> more for him, we just did a joint one um, right. <laughs> for a couple of years there. I think Little J's only had one joint birthday party. And that was because of COVID. The deposit Karen had paid for her wedding reception was at a golf club and it had like mini golf and stuff there and she couldn't get her deposit back because of COVID. So she used it to host little Jay a birthday party and he invited like a crap load of kids and we all had lunch and did putt-putt. And that was really awkward for me because it was the year that Miss Kay was born. So we'd had all that previous tension around her being born and me now being the wife. And yeah, that that's, was awkward. That is awkward. Yeah, But I mean, she was getting remarried too, if that was her wedding deposit, right? Yeah, yeah. So she got engaged the month after she found out that we were pregnant and engaged. So we'd already been oh, engaged. Of course she did. <laughs> yeah, we were already engaged um, for a year at that point. Okay. <laughs> but no one knew because we didn't announce it till we'd already been engaged for like four months. Uh, yeah, we did the same thing. We didn't tell anyone for a while. <laughs> so we, but we'd been engaged for a year and we, and she didn't know. And yeah, that's when she flipped the lid because she found out we were pregnant and engaged at the same time. And then the next month she got engaged. Two months later, we were married. And then she got married the following year during COVID. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> crazy. It's just so funny that it, like, if you're going to do it like that, don't make it so obvious, like so soon after. That's crazy. Yeah. Or just don't make a big deal about it. Yeah. Right. Like we'll we'll do us, you do you. Yeah, exactly. It's so, so it's so weird. It is. But Anyways. you need to remember like how you said like um T isn't as mature as Big K when it comes to things like that. Big K's been in therapy since he was five. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking that that's definitely the, well, almost definitely what makes him be able to voice what he wants instead of where T I'm sure is at least mildly concerned about the way his mom feels about everything. So yeah. I don't think he's that concerned with our feelings because he doesn't act like it, but he's definitely concerned with his mom's. Yeah. And that comes down to, I think, just things that he's heard, things that he sees and the fact that he spends majority of his time with her. Right. Um, you know, the big thing for me right now is I'm trying to teach Big K that he doesn't need to be concerned with how I feel. And we have had to work on that in therapy because a big th part of him not wanting to see his dad was because of the way his dad makes me feel. My mate, regardless of how he makes me feel, it's about how he makes you feel. Right. And like we, I, so he's meant to be with his dad this week, but he's with his grandparents. And we had made plans, Big K and I, as a reward for getting pretty much straight A's on his report card and really high effort. My husband and I said, we'll take him out for breakfast on a morning where it's just him because he deserves to be rewarded for putting in a lot of effort and high grades. Right. And if anyone wonders why the other boys aren't invited, it's because they put in no effort and they're failing. Oh. If if they had put in, well, they passed some subjects, but if they'd put in more effort, then we would have included them. But they need to realize that you don't get rewarded yeah. for not putting in the effort. And so he's looking forward to that. And 
he's also got a friend sleeping over on the weekend he comes back. So he knows that I had told him when he comes home on Friday, I'll take him out for breakfast the following morning on Saturday morning, and then his friend can stay over. Somewhere in his little brain, he has gone, okay, I need to be home Thursday because on Friday I need to be at home because we're going for breakfast. So he told his grandmother that. And then his grandmother's like, well, I'm cranky with your mum because I didn't get told that and that's the time that you're supposed to be with me and I'm going to miss you if you're not here. Oh, my God. That's not the way to talk to him. No. And I said, Gemma said, it's not fair for your grandma to say those things to you. And he goes, no, it's not. But I said, Gemma, it's important for you to correct yourself and let them know that you actually told her the wrong information. And that's like the main reason why you shouldn't make the kids be the messengers because they might get it wrong. Like they right? might not and remember it correctly. I wasn't making him be the messenger. He right, was just telling right. a story. Like he's excited. He's going out for breakfast and he has a friend sleeping over. And then he told his grandma he has to be home on Thursday. Like I messaged her and I said, look, I just spoke to him and he told me this is, isn't true. He's not due to come back to me till 5 p.m. Friday. And she was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, he did just tell me that too. But this is why you can't believe the kids. Yeah, because that's not their main priority. But, like, if he had said something to his grandma, and I don't know if she said anything to his father or not, but that's the Um, type of shit that would make him flip out at me about. Right. Like, even though he does the same thing. Yeah, right. But, like, he's (laughs) completely ignoring me at the moment, but. You know, so I'm blessed in that fact. But then I'm like, what's going through his head if his mother's told him what Big K said? Because in the past, he'd be on the phone calling me, abusing me, going, why is Big K telling me that you're going that he's going home on Thursday? I don't know why he's telling you he's going home on <laughs> yeah, Thursday. Right. I never said he's going home on Thursday. It's why you don't trust what the kids say, but you need to be able to have those calm, clear conversations. But at the same time, I was trying to teach him that. You know, grandma shouldn't have said what she said. It's not fair to put those feelings onto you as a child, but you also mm-hmm. need to correct yourself and let her know that you told her the wrong stuff. And he's like, oh, but it, I, I don't want to. And I said, you may not want to. It might make you feel yucky in the stomach. I said, but you telling people false information, whether you meant to or not, can cause some big problems. Right. Even though something like that definitely shouldn't, but it is a good lesson for the future. Correct. It shouldn't make big problems because adults should be able to have these conversations. Exactly. But in some cases, the adults aren't mature enough to have the conversation. So it does cause problems. Exactly. Which is so stupid. We have a huge issue with T's grandma causing issues, like using him as a messenger. And it always causes problems. And it's just so, it's so pathetic. (laughs) But Mm. anyway, that's a whole other topic that I could do a whole episode on. I feel you. (laughs) Well, do you want to get into some listener questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we basically just asked how you celebrate birthdays in our stories. So this, um, these are some of the responses. Someone said, whoever has the kids celebrates the birthday. This is because high conflict bio mom can't cooperate to save her life, which I, I feel that one pretty good. <laughs> me, me too. I, I'm, I'm nodding. Yeah. <laughs> um, someone else said, we don't do joint stuff. Whoever has them just has them. I feel like that's the majority, um, yeah. which I also think is fair because... Uh, I, we did like one joint party and it was awkward and not fun. And T was really young, but he didn't know, he's never known his parents together because they separated when he was so young. 
So he didn't know how to deal with all of these people in the same room when they've never mm. been in the same room before. Yeah. So it was just not really good. He kind of like overreacted to everything. So now his mom just throws his party with his friends. Um, and then oh, we- that just what? reminded me. I, um, it just reminded me of a story about uh, when we were trying to do joint birthday parties for Big K. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> I had invited Big K's dad's whole family to his fourth birthday. No one RSVP'd, no one showed up. Oh. So then on the fifth birthday, we had agreed to do a joint party, but he was with Big K's dad and we were doing it at a park near my house. I asked Big K's dad to supply the food and I'd do everything else. And he showed up with no food. Oh His big K's aunt <laughs> and cousins and some second cousins showed up. And at this point, Big K's dad wasn't driving. He was dropped off by his father. So Big K and his father were dropped off by Big K's grandfather. And then they drove off. So even Big K's grandparents didn't show up. Dropped him off, didn't show up. Why? And his stepmother wasn't there. How do you explain that to him that his grandparents just dropped you off but couldn't stay? It was so weird. Like, he was so confused. He had no idea why they were dropping him off but not staying. Yeah. And, like, especially because he saw, like, his great aunt and his second cousins and third cousins and whatever. Like, he saw all them there, but he was, like, so confused. And then the following year we did another joint birthday party and it was it was around the time that his brother was born. So I can understand that his stepmom didn't want to come, but we were in a, like, a very open park. So she could have come with the baby and just like kept the baby away. Right. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't where the baby was going to be around a lot of people. So that upset Big K that his brother wasn't there. But his dad did show up and he had this awesome cake. And like we, it, it was the first time Big K actually has a photo of us together, like his father and I and him for his birthday. That's the first and only time since we separated that he has a photo of that. And he still talks about it and he still thinks it's the best party ever. But mm-hmm. he hates, he just hates that his dad just can't get over his shit. And he says that. He's like, I just don't know why he can't get over it. Um, So it just reminded me of that. But at that joint party, once again, none of his father's family showed up. Oh, that's so messed up. It's so messed up. And, like, he remembers that, that these people don't show up. And he said to me, he's like, Mom, what about when I get married? And I'm like, I don't know, man. And he goes, because I'm not having two weddings. I can't believe he's thinking that far ahead. He is. He's constantly thinking. But anyway, keep going with these listener responses. (laughs) I just wanted to share that story. Okay. The next one is mom and dad do separate birthdays. This is new since my arrival. So I don't know if she means that since she got with bio dad, they stopped doing joint birthday parties. I I think so. But I'd be intrigued to know, is it bio mom doesn't want stepmom around or if it's stepmom not wanting to do it with bio mom? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. I mean, I for sure did not want to do it at all. I don't like it, but I do it. I do it for the kids. And remember last year was when I had to shut down my Instagram and everything on Big J's birthday because I had a psycho messaging people and she messaged Karen making up all these lies. And then I had to have this come to Jesus meeting with her and apologize for stuff that was said about me to her that wasn't even true. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all that. That was so crazy. I, it is the most awkward. Like the first one I went to, I felt like I could crawl out of my skin. It was horrible. Um, oh. It was his, his, it was his first birthday actually. And it was at a zoo and I mm. didn't even know, I barely knew him at that point. So I'm like meeting 
uh, well, that wasn't the first time I met Bayamon, but it was like the third or fourth time. And I'm like meeting all these other people. I'm like, oh my God, this is so horrible. I hated everything about that. So I understand that she doesn't want to do it, but um, sometimes you just got to do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, you do. And I still hate doing it, but I do it for the kids. Yeah. Thank God we don't do it anymore. (laughs) I'm just glad the kids are getting older. So birthday parties aren't really a thing. Yes. (laughs) So true. Um, Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do it with uh, Miss A. I have no idea how that's going to work out. I guess I have a year to figure that out now, but how far apart are their birthdays? Uh, like two and a half weeks. Mm. So super close. I, my due date was one day before his birthday. Yeah. I remember that. That's what I was (laughs) like, how, how close did they end up being? So yeah, I don't know. Just plan ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're not really, yes. We're not really big birthday people. Like anyway, my family never really did big birthday stuff. So I'm honestly not too worried about it, especially her first one. If it's just me, my husband and my stepson, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, we're not big birthday people. Miss K hasn't really had birthday parties, but we've also had COVID. So it's yeah. generally just, it's important for us to have the kids together. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really all that matters for birthdays. Like even if Karen lets you have tea just to do cake. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, she'll be one. So I want to get like a few like cute pictures and stuff, but I don't know how we'll do it when she gets older, but I'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah. We just celebrate with stepson when we have him he's had big parties by a mom never includes us that's a shame it is a shame but at the same time that's her loss like she's the one doing that to the kid and he's gonna know that like he's gonna be very aware aware of that if he's not already because we don't know the age um if he's not already he will be at some point unless she's alienating and saying oh i invited them but they didn't want to come True. yeah oh i know i hate that that that's like a whole issue where you have no idea what's being said, so you can't even protect yourself. No. So sorry. First year, I went all out, no appreciation, and I got resentful. Now I just say happy birthday and let their dad figure out what he wants to do for them. It feels great to let go. Yeah. Yeah. That- it, that's like what you can do as a stepmom. You you have the freedom to just let go if if that's not serving you. So Yeah. I've always tried to do something and like our money's pulled. So whatever the kids get is it's from all of us anyway. Right. But at the same time, I don't like to go over on presents. Like the kids get double of everything. Right. Because they have two homes. So they don't need big extravagant gifts. Yeah. Um, But I can feel that. Like I remember one year it was, I think big J's 10th birthday and Like I did him up like a little man pack. Like, so it was a toiletry bag with deodorant and all that stuff, you know, (laughs) all all the little things that boys need as they're, you know, transitioning into preteen. And I got him a couple of video games and stuff, just secondhand ones, but he didn't know that. And (laughs) like, he's never touched the video games. Really? I'm like, so I bought them and they've just sat there. Like he was so excited at the moment, but he's never actually played them. Really? Because the kids literally just play Fortnite. I'm like, why have I spent uh, my money on all these other games when you just play Fortnite? You just yeah, go sell fair. them when you're not here. Yeah. So I would probably do that. Yeah, we. I get her feeling resentful with, like, no appreciation. 
I do think it also depends on how old the kids are. But um, we just had that with T. His birthday was uh, last month. And he opened like one thing. He's like, oh, I have the bigger version of this at my mom's house. And we're like, that's great. <laughs> like, whatever. And then he opened like this pack of Legos. And it came with like a booklet thing. And he's going through the booklet and being like, oh, I want that one. I want that one. Hasn't even opened, like played with the Legos yet. And he's just talking about what he wants next. And we were like, do you want gifts anymore? Because you're not acting like you do. So it's so, so frustrating when there's no appreciation. But I'm glad that she just let her husband deal with it. Because I feel like we've all been there where we just want to let our partners handle it. And we just step back. Amen. Um, So the next one is she usually has them on her actual birthday. We just celebrate on a weekend close. I'm guessing she is bio mom. And that's pretty much our situation, too. Um, and the next one is it sucks because high Catholic bio mom not following the court court appointed plan. It feels like there should have been a second part to that. It could, but I think it's more like the court orders. It doesn't matter what's in the court orders. Bio mom's not following them at all. Right. Which I can relate to that also. <clears throat> that sucks. Well, uh, we had, we had Karen actually rock get taken out of the parenting out of the court orders sorry she had our solicitors remove the clauses about birthdays oh really so what does it say for birthdays no nothing nothing there's nothing for birthdays there's nothing for christmas we just hold her to the schedule that matches big k for christmas but she had it removed why did she want it removed i don't know she so had she, a lot removed. She had the bit about Mother's Day and Father's Day removed. She had birthdays right. removed. She had Christmas removed. She had the bit about how the parents had to supply the kids with clean, like clean clothing. And the bit that you had to provide the kids with well-balanced, healthy, nutritious meals. She had all that removed. What? That's weird that she would have that removed. Like if you're right. doing that, why would it matter if it's in there or not? Because she's not doing it. Right. And then we could have taken her back to court because she's not doing it. That is crazy. I can't believe they would remove that. Well, it was our solicitor and our solicitor just said, look, just remove it. Because if you remove it, she's going to agree to 50-50. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand that. Pick our battles, right? Yeah. Does she follow the Christmas plan that you guys hold her to? For the most part, yes. She didn't last year. So we still had the kids for Christmas at the same time, but it was it was a shit show. So we did like lots of transitions over a couple of days. Um, okay. So we've, we've already locked in the schedule for this year, which means that the boys, for the first time since we've been together, that six-week break, the kids will all be together and all be separated at the same time. Okay. Okay. Well, that's um, good. Because normally we end up with like one or two weeks where we have big and little J without big K and vice versa. But sh- this year we've successfully had both of the other sides agree to the same schedule. Oh, nice. So yeah, makes things easier. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And then the last one that I'm going to read is we have two kids and we have a court order for every other year from 8A to 8P. Well, that's good. At least you get the whole day. Yeah. I, in saying that though, I want to know, because I have a friend who's one of our listeners and I know in her court order, they only, she only gets, well, technically the husband gets, I think it's like from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. or 3 p.m. till 7 p.m. with the kid on the day of their birthday, but it's only for that child. So even though oh. she has two stepsons, Bio Mum doesn't let them take both kids. Oh, that sucks. 
Yeah. So, so they always have to spend the day without their sibling. Yeah. So like they go, they're, they're young. So they're both at daycare and they go to daycare. And then um, one of the kids just had a birthday and they were asking, can we pick up both kids? And she's like, no, it's only, it's only for this kid. That's so, so the eldest kid who just turned five, he had to spend the afternoon without one of his brothers because his mom wouldn't let dad pick up both kids. That's just mean and petty and you're only hurting the kid whose birthday it is. Right? But that just goes down to how sometimes these court orders are so poorly worded. Yeah. Yeah, they're not written for people who like to use, like, loopholes and stuff to hurt other people. Right? Like, if they ever get the chance to rewrite it, it's like there's, like, a list of changes. And one of them would be so that, you know, like, the father gets to spend time with both children on the date of this child and this child's birthday. It's so, so stupid. We did that too. Uh, for a while, we had just like a shared like note in our phones that we were just like adding things to that we were like, oh, that needs to be changed when we change our court order. Everything needs to be changed. And we like went through, not everything did get changed, but enough of it did, I guess. It's one thing that I hate that there's so many clauses taken out of our court order, but at least our court order is pretty much set in stone until the boys turn 18. Yeah, that's really nice. And that, that was one thing that our solicitor was trying to do was get the orders written so that we didn't have to go back. That's um, really, really nice. Which was good. And then I used that court order to my advantage to write up a parenting plan when I went back to mediation to pretty much our parenting plan set in stone now. So unless, of course, something big happens right, and one of us take the other back to mediation, like that parenting plan is just going to exist until Big K turns 18. Yeah, that's really nice. Do you want to read that last one? Yeah. All right. So we did get a response in our DMs, which was we had to have birthdays written into the court order for stepson because high conflict bio mom wouldn't allow darling husband to see him otherwise. Court ordered for three hours for dinner. The boys, my ex and I just deal with it yearly depending on when their birthday falls. We usually sort it so they wake up with one parent and have the morning with them and the evening with the other. Most often than not, they have school on their birthday. However, the last two years for our eldest, we have all gone to a restaurant and had dinner together. This year, it's his 18th, so possibly a party together, LOL. Oh, well, that's nice though that... They wake up with one parent and go to bed with the other. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense, right? It does, yeah. It's kind of similar to the whole splitting Christmas Day, but you'll have some people that are like, well, no, you shouldn't do that. But especially like on a school day and the other parent can get them to school. Like that would make sense to do that. Right. Definitely. You know, especially if you could do like, if you could just like bring them a little late to school and like do a breakfast or something with them and then drop them off because then the other parent would get dinner with them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so, well, our school doesn't start until like nine here in Australia. So there's, I don't know what time school starts for you guys, but there's enough time to do breakfast in the morning and get them to school. And, like, do presents and stuff in the morning, especially because I don't know about her kids, but my kids wake up at the crack of dawn, so. Yeah, right. Okay, that's that's really nice because I remember my high school started at, like, 7.30. T's what? school starts at, like, 8. Yeah. Wow. So, like, um, all three of my boys, their school starts at different times. So, Big K starts at 8.30, Big J starts at 8.40, and Little J starts at 8.50. Oh my god, that's so annoying. Oh, they all go to different schools anyway. They all go to different schools. (laughs) 
So, but that's why, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so most schools here in Australia don't start until nine and that's for primary school and high school because we don't have middle school. It's like you do like prep to year six in primary school and then seven to 12 in high school. That makes sense. That's how it should be, (laughs) I feel like. So, but yeah, we might have to cut this one short a little. Sorry, guys, but I'm so sick. I need to go back to bed, but we just didn't want you guys to miss out on another episode. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. Bye. (laughs) Bye.